Coffee with James on this Tuesday morning, 21st of August, as it's raining outside, it's a bit overcast. A time where you can stop, a time to take out moments from your day to reflect and be enriched from the book of Philippians as I enjoy a coffee on this morning. On this Tuesday morning, we're going to be continuing our time uh, looking at the book of Philippians. And we're going to be looking at uh, chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. But in the previous weeks, um, we've had the Olympics on, and many of you might have been watching that and watching people seek to win gold, seek to win silver. Um, For many years, individuals who have been training hard, who have been putting effort in day in, day out, hoping to score first place. Um, The Aussies had a great year at the Olympics this year. But I also remember watching Jessica Fox. Um, she does canoe slalom, and she's she's you know she's she wins gold. But I remember in one of the races where Jessica she was on par to win, and she came in third, and you could see the devastation on her face of coming third, because for so long you know these individuals, these people who have gone to win gold, have put so much effort in, and, and you see those who win gold. And they break down because there's so much emotion that is involved in it. It shatters people when they don't win. And it can be hard. It's hard to walk in second place, especially if you want to win gold. Or even in life, in our day-to-day jobs or in our day-to-day life at school, if we want to become first, it is hard to walk in second place. But not for Christians who are redeemed by grace. I'm going to read from Philippians chapter chapter 2 verses 1 to 4. It's hard to walk in second place, but not for Christians who are redeemed by grace. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Paul, he speaks of this word joy and rejoice 16 times in 104 verses. And here... Paul, he's going to share with the the church at Philippi that because you've experienced what you've experienced in the gospel, it changes everything. He says, if you've experienced God's love, if you've experienced this assurance of God's salvation, if you have soaked yourself in the grace of Jesus, if if you know that, he says, if that's the case for you, If this is the reality that you have found salvation, that you have found who Jesus is and you've heard this good news of Jesus Christ, there's a result of that gospel. And there's three things. It flows on. If if these things have happened to you, if you have any comfort from sharing the Spirit, we see the Trinity here. If you have any tenderness and compassion, well then in verse 2 it says, make my joy complete by being like-minded. So there's three things, unity, humility and service. It's unity of mind. 
what Paul is saying is, is if you make my joy complete by being like-minded, this is not a like-minded and you being united that you all support the Broncos on the NRL on a Friday night. That's not the unity he's talking about. He's talking about the unity of mind, being united in the gospel. It's sharing the same truth that Jesus Christ is risen and that he is seated and that there is forgiveness found in him. Since we are one with Christ, we act as one. It's like because we are one with the Spirit, because we are one with Christ, and therefore others are one with Christ, therefore we are one. We act together. See, conflict arises because we want my way and my preference. But Paul says, look, if you've been soaked in the gospel, he says, be united in mind. But also, humility in heart. Verse 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Selfishness is self-seeking. It's vain conceit is its favorable opinion of oneself and their ability. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility value others above themselves. Right now we're in a moment where we're all experts. We're all favoring our opinion or seeking our own interests but the gospel it actually it does something to us if we've experienced that we we need to evaluate ourselves in light of the gospel and as we evaluate ourselves in light of the gospel guess what that means it means we have to be humble because it's a self-evaluation that reveals that actually we aren't who we think we are but we've been redeemed by grace But also, what Paul's saying is, is if, if you've experienced this gospel, it's because someone wasn't selfish. It's because someone wasn't seeking their own gain. The reason someone helps run a youth group on a Friday night is not because of their selfish ambition, but because they're seeking the best for someone else. If you've been rescued and trusted in Christ, it's because someone else wasn't selfish and they shared the good news with you. But also it's service. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. It's always prioritizing the interest of others. The, the, the natural progression because of the gospel is that we don't prioritize our own interests, but we prioritize the interests of others. It's unselfish mutual care. It's, it's being outward looking. And what Australia needs in this moment is men and women who have been shaped by the gospel to have the interest of others in mind. But most of all, he pours on the interest of your brothers and sisters in Christ. How terrible and how devastating it is to say, I follow Jesus whilst all the time thinking, what's in it for me? Or to be thinking about your interests and what's best for what I want. And so as we, Lord willing, in the months, hopefully, in, in the months in front of us, as we, we come out of COVID lockdown, as we seek to make disciples of Jesus, to bring him glory, may we as a church, as we soak and remember God's love in this moment of lockdown, as we soak and remember that Christ is ruling over all things and we know that what we are going through does not surprise him, 
May we be people who love to walk in second place. To know that, God, you've been good to us in 2021. To delight and be filled with joy because of the gospel. That as we come out, rather than asking what is best for me, we'll be asking what is best for the gospel. What is best for exalting Jesus? What is best for the church of Tungabi? And what is the best for others? Because we know that we are one with Christ because of what Christ has done. Let's pray. Father, today, may your gospel overflow. May it affect our lives in a way that we, we humble ourselves. Lord, may we not think too highly, but Lord, may we love to walk in second place. Father, Lord, may we seek what is best for your church. May we seek to serve others. Not because it's something that we want to do to gain your approval, but we do it because we recognise what you have done to make us yours and that we're one with Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow.